Sepian and welcome to my very first uh, episode of academic discussion. So this topic is about matching questions or matching items. Without wasting much time, let's get let's get into it. So basically, matching questions consists of two columns. Typically, one column is on the left and one column is on the right. To make things easier, we will refer to the left side as description and the right side as options. So the objective of this matching item is to pair the descriptions on the left side with their matches on the right side. And this question can be created with using text on both sides or a mix of text with media such as images, audio or video. Uh, there are several things that can be used to match, for example, terms and definitions, symbols and names, questions and answers, causes and effects, parts with functions and principles with situations in which they apply. So, in order for you to create a good matching items, there are a few things that you need to take into consideration. First and foremost, the most important thing is you need to have a very clear direction. Directions should provide a clear basis for matching. Meaning to say, in the directions, you need to specify the basis for matching and whether options can be used more than once. Secondly, you need to ensure that the list of descriptions and the list of options fairly short and homogeneous. Um, they should both fit on the same page. Okay, Title the list to ensure homogeneity and arrange the descriptions and options in some logical order. Because it is a good idea to introduce some sort of order chronological, numerical, or alphabetical to your list of options because these can save the reader time. Okay? And next, um, you need to make sure that all the options are plausible distractors for each description to ensure homogeneity of list. If this is impossible, you are probably including too wide a variety in the exercise. So you need to try two or more exercises. For instance, you need to build a separate matching exercises. Alright, next, the list of descriptions should contain the longer phrases or statements, while the options should consist of short phrases, words, or symbol. Longer statements should be on the left side and the responses or options should be on the right side. It is because students are used to reading from left to right. Um, usually, each description in the list should be numbered and the list of options should be identified by letter. 
Students usually go through the list several times in answering a matching exercise and it is easier to remember a names or dates location in a list if it is in some sort of order. And last but not least, you need to include more options than descriptions. If the option list is longer than the description list, it is harder for students to eliminate options. And if the option list is shorter, some options must be used more than once. And you need to always include some options that do not match any of the descriptions or some that match more than one or both. Okay, so these are the things or suggestions for writing matching items. However, there are also several things that you need to avoid when you are uh, constructing matching question. First thing first, your matching question should not have poor direction. Speaking of directions, it cannot be too brief. Matching directions should specify the basis for matching. The directions should indicate how the matches should be shown. Should lines be drawn? Should letters be written next to numbers? Or numbers next to letters? Because if your matching question has poor direction, it can make things difficult for the students to understand on how they are going to do it. Next, avoid positioning matching test questions in such a way that the list is separated in two by a page break. Students should not have to go back and forth trying to match questions on one page to answers on the other. Um, other than that, you need to um, avoid constructing matching items that are easy for students to guess. If there are, a, if there are equal numbers of options and descriptions in each column, it increases the chances of guessing correctly through elimination. So. So to make things better, to make it better, if there are at least three more options than descriptions, the chances of guessing correctly in such a situation are reduced to one chance in four. Alternatively, the instructions for the exercise may be written to indicate that each option may be used more than once. And last but not least, um, you cannot have too many correct responses in your matching items okay so these are the things that you should avoid doing when you are constructing your matching items so let's move on to the next um to the next topic well i'm going to talk about the advantages or this and did this it I'm going to so let's 
talk about the advantages and the disadvantages of matching items. So, the, the advantages of using matching items, it is great for students who have a lower reading level because they don't really have to um, read a long sentences or a long passage. They just need to read a short phrases or maybe a word Maybe they need, just need to identify an image, a video, and other than that, it can cover a large amount of content. And this type of question also easy to read, it is easy to understand, and most importantly, it is easy to read on paper. But nowadays, it also can be created automatically online because there are so many applications and softwares that uh, provide matching items, matching questions, quizzes online. And this type of question is also is more engaging for students because based on my observation, students enjoy doing matching items and it also can be developed to use with pictures maps graphs images videos and also audios however there are several disadvantages of um, using matching items um, firstly it can take time to create questions and sometimes it might be disengaging for the students as they need to search through too many matches and um, answering matching questions is time consuming for students and as I said before um, this matching item is great for students who have a lower reading level so it is not well suited for assessing higher order thinking as it does not measure any type of interpretation, judgment, or application. So that's all for today. I hope that um, you get the idea of what is the what is the matching items and what are the things that you need to take into consideration when constructing it and what are the things that you need to avoid and also what are the advantages and disadvantages of using this type of questions so that it can help you to evaluate your students in the future and I hope uh, my very first episode is very it's going to be helpful for you and uh, I hope that we can meet again soon so thank you and goodbye